The year is 2005. Destiny's Child has announced plans to go their separate ways. Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore have married, as well as Prince Charles and Camilla. The University of Texas won the NCAA football championship. MySpace CEO declines an offer to buy Facebook for $75 million. And Cheaper by the Dozen 2 is released in theaters. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And And this is History Duffs. Wow, what a time in history. So much going on in 2005. I feel alive. I was 10. Ashton and Demi, Demi, if you will. See, I wonder if that's why he's not in Cheaper by the Dozen 2. I felt the need to include that. Wait, I also think that they broke up in the Cheaper by the Dozen 1. Yeah, for sure. But he could have been, like, you know, in the I neighborhood. To, yeah, I have to think of a reason why, you know? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> only because of that. He was busy getting married. He was so busy getting married, guys. You know how men work so hard on their weddings. <laughs> What were you busy doing? In 2005? Christmas 2005. I can't believe it's Christmas yet again. I know. Another cheaper by the dozen movie at Christmas. That is clearly meant for summer. It is the least Christmassy movie I've ever seen. This is a July weekend movie if I've ever seen it. At least with the first one, they tried. They put in like that one scene. Yeah, at least. This one, they're straight up at a lake house summer vibes big time yeah and also they were in nebraska and it still wasn't christmas and hillary duff had just graduated from high school in this movie yeah so it it is june like confirmed yes <sighs> it's summer it's labor day weekend they talk about labor day weekend why was it not released labor day weekend fascinating we just don't know the answers folks well that's it for this episode <laughs> i'm hope Carew. <laughs> Uh, Hope, what were you doing? Christmas oh, yeah, 2005. Christmas 2005. I really, I've really exhausted all of my 2005 content. Okay, it's Christmas 2005. Um, I believe I'm spending it with my family in Cincinnati. And Boring. I have a, like, a little brother and sister at this point, and mm-hmm. it's very fun. Or, actually, my stepmom is maybe, like, about to pop. Like, my brother's, my brother's in February, so probably would make sense that she's you know, with child. Yeah, that checks out. That but checks so out. it was probably a really magical Christmas. Aww, Aww. I think I have a Christmas card from that year. Yeah. Maybe. That's really sweet. I had bangs. That's important. Oh my God. You Sorry, led I should have led with that. The Christmas card rem- made me remember that I had bangs. If you guys follow History Duffs on TikTok, you know how big uh, hope and bangs are. <laughs> <laughs> how significant they really are. How truly significant they are. Honestly, me not having them in real life, too, is an act of rebellion against my mother. It's also just become, like, a lot... It makes everything a lot harder. Like, everything about this podcast would be easier if you had bangs currently. Yeah. Everything would be easier. Right. And it's really just... I gotta put a foot down somewhere, you know? Yeah. I would look too good. Right. I would look too good. Which, I, as your friend... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For keeping your forehead exposed <laughs> so the rest of us have a fighting chance. Yeah, I'm trying to age it. Yeah. I'm trying to age it in this hot L.A. sun. For um, you. Because <laughs> someone someone needs... I need it. Yeah. Yeah. I need it. More importantly, what's your relationship to Cheaper by the Dozen 2? Oh, I, I don't know. I think I've seen it once, really? twice. It's a movie. I've seen it. <gasps> I think... This is the Hillary Duff movie I've seen the most. I'm not really? even going to lie. Yeah. I've seen it, like, 
Probably max four times. I've seen it probably a dozen. <laughs> probably a cheaper by the dozen. Wow. I've seen it so many times. I just watched it in, like, April or May. Yeah, I, I know. I turned it on. I know, because our shared roommate was like, no, I've just watched it. <laughs> I was like, watch it with me. She's like, I already watched it with Paige. <laughs> I, that is so funny. I was I, like, yesterday? She's like, no, like four months ago. Yeah, very recently. And I was I, having a little chuckle to myself. I turned it on thinking that it would play in the background as I cleaned. But I, before I knew it, it was the final scene of the movie. And I was like, well, <laughs> haven't moved. <laughs> Still on the couch. <laughs> you didn't clean with it on it in the background. It is so good. No, you were just you No, were I, sta- I sat on the couch to turn it on. And I didn't get up until the credits rolled. <laughs> I just, I think there's something about the first movie that just speaks to me more. I like the chaos of it more. Yeah. And I don't like Tom's character as much in the second one. And we'll get into that later. Totally. But I'm just way, I gravitate way more towards, towards That's the That's totally first. fine. The first one's great too. I love the Murtaugh's. Yeah. And just this like, I don't know, the family. Is I like definitely that. appreciated uh, the Murtaugh's a lot more on this re- <laughs> on this watch. And we'll get into that. We'll get into we it. We will. We will. But what was your relationship like? That Besides that, much, yeah, I, I don't guess. remember, like, my first viewing of mm-hmm. it. Um, Probably I just, Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and my parents said, guess what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen two release day. <laughs> um, but we're not here to talk about me or you. Shoot. I... I'll leave. <laughs> we're here to talk about Hillary Earhart Duff and yes. where she was in 2005. So we've covered most of it. But one thing we haven't touched on is mm-hmm. her latest album. Yep. She was just churning them out at this point. Um, but in 2005, uh, she released Most Wanted, which was basically a best of album. Sassy she's only, title. She's only had two albums at this point. Mm-hmm. But she put out like a compilation album. No, so, so there's no new songs? There's a few new songs. Wake okay. Up. <gasps> wake Up. Wake Up. On a Saturday night. That was the very first song I ever bought on iTunes. <gasps> I remember it so vividly. I had like a little pink iPod Aww. that I bought on my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, dad. I know. I was like, that's funny that I <laughs> we got gifts. Connor, <laughs> my older brother... Oh, sorry, I just said his name. My older brother got a little blue iPod mini, and I got a little pink iPod mini. And then we went home, and my mom was like, what song do you want to put on it? You can put any song on it. I think that my brother and I had this same situation I happen. think every brother-sister combo... Duo. ...had a blue iPod and a pink iPod. What about your little brother? <laughs> he was a little too young, because I was 10. <laughs> so he was, Suck it. He was six. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he even knew what was going on. He, like, yeah, he, not very bright. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's funny that you're worried about your brother's anonymity, like your last name is Smith. <laughs> Hope! Now they can Google him. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sorry, brother. Um, yeah, so that's where Hillary was in 2005. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she was also, you know, filming this movie and going to the premiere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is her third. This is, I think, for a second year in a row, maybe even a third year in a row. Mm-hmm. She, this is her third movie that year, which is crazy. That is so many movies. Yeah, she's. And, and albums. Ah. <gasps> Uh oh! What happens when we speak in unison? Do we have to? Kiss? I think we have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, yes. stay tuned. We're gonna kiss. Here it co- here, here it comes. comes. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was nice. That was nice. That was so nice. You got good lips. Thanks. 
Um, I want to get into, if we can. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to get into some of the cast of this movie. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's stacked. There's so many people. Huge, yeah. Huge cast. Dozens. One, <laughs> dozens, you could say. At least one dozen. Yeah. I heard they're um, cheaper that way. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> um, the first thing that really stood out to me at uh, Lorraine's graduation, when we're first introduced to the character of Bud... Yeah, why is his name Bud, by the way? Bud McNulty, such a good name, but played by Jonathan Bennett, who is another one of Lindsay Lohan's co-stars. Yes! And, I don't want to, I'm not a fan of spoilers, but he goes on to star in The Haunting of Sharon Tate as well. Yeah. So, not only is Hillary hot off of a Cinderella story with Chad Michael Murray, who was warned by Lindsay to, you know, stay away from Hillary. Stay away from Hillary. Now, she has stolen another of his co-stars, Jonathan Bennett. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's freaking juicy. Thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> That's juicy. That's... And just one Google search away. Apparently, the original title for this was Cheaper by the Two Dozen. Um, I didn't have to say that. I don't like that. <laughs> really? Why not? Cheaper by the Two Dozen? Mm-hmm. It would make more sense, I guess, if the Murtaugh's were another dozen. Yeah. Just if we're being, like, literal with it. Yeah. I personally love when they work two into the title, but that feels forced. It does feel forced. You know? Because it could just be, like, too cheap. Yeah, or, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Mm. Too cheap also reminds me of, like, Fast Five or something, like the Fast and Furious. You know, they're all a little bit different. <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen. Too cheap. This is too cheap. It's crazy, though. Okay, this is a remake of the original sequel. There was a sequel in, like, like the 40s? Is that one? Yeah, hold on. Let me read this this okay. quote. Let me just read this. Okay, this Wait, is did you confusing. watch the movie? Wait, I did, but hold on. Okay. Listen. It's also... I didn't watch this, but it's... This is actually a remake of the 1952 movie called... Bells on Their Toes, which was the original sequel to the original 1950 Cheaper by the Dozen movie. What? Bells on Their Toes. So they made a Cheaper by the Dozen movie, which we knew. Mm-hmm. And then they made a sequel to that movie. Yes. And they did not include... Did they actually go to, like, a lake house? Like, is it a, is it the same story? Okay. Pause. I'm going to research this, and then... Yeah, I know. Uh... I feel... I'm like, I really should have come more prepared, because I'm dying to I, know. I really thought you would have been all over the feet stuff. Yeah. No, I didn't... I didn't see this. Okay. You know... We'll be right back. And we're back. We decided not to do it. <laughs> well, no, you... Follow us on TikTok. You know what? That's what we'll do. You know we'll what? Post Follow us on TikTok. Or an Instagram. That's really lately been my, like, my fallback. If yeah. I forget to say something, I'm like, I'll put it on TikTok. I'll put it on Instagram. So make sure you're following us on those platforms. Please. For the full story. For the, the full, full episode. The full history breakdown. Yeah. And, and then know, we'll probably blow up on TikTok because we're going to be posting about, like, toes, feet. Yeah, what, what is with the toes and feet? What, what people, did I miss? People, like, feet. People, feet, like, blow up on the internet. I guess that's true. Yeah. You've just brought it up a couple times now, and I've, like, let it go, but now I'm like, no, something's I, happening that I don't, I'm not I couldn't of. let you let it go. I needed you to acknowledge. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was, like, you were, like, hinting at something that oh. I wasn't, and I was like, I really am not sure. <laughs> Hillary's <laughs> famous left big toe. <laughs> What are you thinking of? That's that's not the episode we're on. Oh. That com- that's coming later. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, also, getting back to the cast, uh, obviously, 
Taylor Lautner. Yeah. He's in this episode. Or episode. He's in this <laughs> Shoot. The surprise is ruined. Uh, he's here. No. Um, he's in this movie. Yes. Really kind of, like, got his break. His big break, I would say. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, he's in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. He's in this. That's true. And that's then he's true. in, I mean, Twilight. Yeah. What else? That's, like, it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much right? it. That's all I can think of. List. Well, like, for y- young... Obviously, he's he's gone on to do other things. Yes. Like, get engaged to a girl named Taylor. Whoa. Wait, can I say something, too, that's crazy? Mm. Is that... So, Taylor Lautner played Jamie King's brother, right? Correct, yeah. In this movie. Mm-hmm. Jamie King and Taylor Swift are supposedly besties. I did have that thought. And I'm just like, that is so funny to me. Taylor Swift is Jamie King's... Uh, the godmother of Jamie King's child. What? Mm-hmm. Jamie King had a baby, and Taylor Swift's literally the godmother. That's smart. I mean, I would make Taylor Swift the uh, that's godmother. That's 100%. Are you kidding me? It's like, they if you're, literally... like, even close enough with Oprah, like, you know, it's like, that. that's the godmother. You yeah. know, you just gotta oh, yeah. force it on someone. Taylor and Jamie met in 2014, and in 2016 she had her baby. That's a little weird. No, no, no. It's smart. It's brilliant. Are you kidding me? Okay. It is smart and brilliant. It's yes. smart and brilliant. That's it. But also, but also, like, I've kind of had my children's godmothers planned out for a while. Sure, but if Taylor Swift was in the picture... And she is. I actually... This is, like, such I'll a tangent. i Christy mine. Oh, oh my gosh. Christy, Romano, if you're listening. the godmother to my children. Slight tangent. Um, last night... I wouldn't bring it up if it wasn't literally last night. I had a dream that I was going to prom with my best friend, Tater Tot, and Taylor Swift showed up. And she was like, hey, Paige, ditch Tater Tot. Let's go get burritos. And I was like, sorry, Taylor, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, you're such a good friend. I'm a really good friend in my dreams. I was like, wow. Wow, too bad that, was, that wasn't about me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It would have been really good, huh? Or Hillary. Oh, wait, we'll, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. I had a dream last night. I went to prom with Hope. And wow. Hillary Duff showed up. Love that. Tried to uh, get me to go get burritos. And I said, yes, Queen Hill, whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> now that I believe. Yeah, keep that one in. Cut the other one. Um... <laughs> Oh, what else about the cast? Yeah, tell me more. Another one really random thing. Ben Falcone was in the movie theater scene. He was like the father of the child. Melissa McCarthy's husband, Ben Falcone. The child who is like the girl from Hannah Montana. Yes. I love, I I found that and I was like, that's the girl from Hannah Montana. What's her name? Is it McKenna? Sure. Or do I just want it to be McKenna? She's got McKenna vibes. Everyone else is named McKenna, but I feel like she might be a McKenzie. (laughs) Everybody else in the world is named McKenna. Anyone who's anyone is named McKenna. Um, Also in that movie theater scene, there's a poster for Napoleon Dynamite. I, yes. So cute. Are you kidding me? I know. And I wrote in my notes, like, was that intentional or not? It had to be, right? But it was also such a huge movie. It was a huge movie in 2004, which is, like, probably when they were filming it. But by the time it came out in 2005, I'm like... It's weird. It felt weird when it came out that it was like it already was a year ago that that like it's it ages it in a way. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put like a fake movie poster up. That's the only reason I feel like it what if, had what to if be they intentional. Put a cheaper by the dozen movie poster up. That would have been funny. Now that, that would be brilliant, actually. Genius. I love that. Okay, let's love remake the movie like that. shot for shot. The yeah. only thing we're gonna change is that. Steve Martin's not busy, right? No, 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 no,
Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Like, I remember... I was also just, like, embarrassed about wearing makeup. I really related to Alice Oh, my gosh. I wrote that down. Exactly. Like, I... So embarrassed. Also related to that character. I was super embarrassed about just, like, anything involving, like, growing up. Yes. And becoming a lady. Yes. I was, like, humiliated by the idea of a purse, and I still kind of am sometimes. Yeah. I think the other day I was like, I can't bring a purse. And you were like, why not? And I was like, because that's embarrassing. Yeah, we did. We just <laughs> talked about we it. We just had this. And it's like, that's embarrassing. I My little brother was just in town and I was offering to like put his wallet in my purse when we went out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And I was like, I don't think you understand. Like my, I carry a purse like a little girl does where it's just like, oh, this can go in there. And this can go. <laughs> like, I don't actually have anything to carry in it. Because I don't like, I don't ever carry a purse. I just hold like my phone, my wallet, my keys. Yeah. And just walk around like that. Yeah. So when I carry a purse, I feel like I'm cosplaying as like a grown woman. (laughs) Or a little girl. And remember, no, but remember when you were a little girl and you'd be like, oh yeah, maybe I'm going to need cupcake liners where I'm going. Like you would just put anything in your purse to like have stuff in your purse. Well, I nanny a little girl who is like, she woke up from her nap and she was just holding a tiny little horse purse and I have no idea where it came from. And she was like cherishing it and she's like telling me all the things she's gonna put in it and I'm like okay yeah okay this is really serious little girl vibes really little girl vibes (laughs) that's how I am and she's and she kept going it's so cute oh that's sweet shout out shout out um but yeah Allison's first date was like what also what I thought all dates involved going to the movies yeah yeah I definitely thought that was gonna be my it was also the like Yawn and stretch. And her meeting a boy, like, on vacation is, like, such a little girl, like, fantasy. Oh, my God. And I would just scope for boys on vacations. What was the point if not to find? (laughs) I fell in love with a boy in, like, 2005 at a hotel pool. His name is Grayson. Grayson, if you're out there, uh, you were in Columbus in 2005. Oh, my gosh. That's where you were in 2005. That's where I was. didn't even mention that. He helped me. Like, I... My dad was like, you can't go back in the pool. And I was like, but I forgot my pool toy. He jumped in and got it for me. Oh, my gosh. If that's not romance. So the feeling was mutual. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he's been looking for me for all these years. So, Grayson, I'm here, babe. I in 2017, my family and I took a cruise, oh. and I fell in love with the pub guitarist. Oh. There was a pub on this cruise. So there's an age difference. And there was a guy. No. This was 2017, so I was 24. Oh, I like, no, I was a grown-up. I, I thought you were, like, straight nine up years old. No, no, I was an adult. Okay. I'm, like, I'm a little bit behind everybody else. I've come to the realization lately that I'm, like, four years behind. What do you mean? Like, maturing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you're close with your family. It doesn't mean that you're behind. Close with my family? Because you were on a family vacation. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this unrelated. A new, another thought that I have just realized. Like, oh, what wow. does being close to my family have to do with growing up? I also don't consider myself Why does particularly being close, close to my family have to do with growing up? It's like kind of what growing up is. But I don't consider myself like particularly close with my family. I mean, so I know everyone in your family's names. But... It's funny that you're like, yeah, you act like you're 20 years old because you're close with your family. <laughs> That's what makes sense to me. I thought you were like, because I went on a cruise with them. No, like, it's no, so no. embarrassing. No, to go on I, a cruise it was like. With my family. I should no. be with my colleagues. Oh, no, not like that at all. I was like 21. Where no, are my I colleagues? 20. I was 20 because I remember I hadn't yet turned 21 because we were in the ocean. I could drink beer. So I we went to the pub every day and we won trivia and we would win like 100 ounces of beer. This is the cruise where your family ran it. into the guy who worked at Taco Bob's. 
Yeah, dude. Cabo Bob's. I yes. always do that. Yeah. Cabo Bob's. And he recognized your family because your family goes to Cabo Bob's so often. Which is where is... Taylor wanted to get burritos in my dream last night. Whoa. <laughs> really weird, right? Whoa, it ties it all together. Cabo Bob's, um, specifically the one in Austin. Yeah, we would go to Cabo Anytime my parents would come, like, visit me or my brother at college, we would go to Cabo Bob's. And, and sometimes I would get to come. Yeah, and sometimes Hope would come. They were super nice. They'd, like, invite Pay my for friends. my burrito. Pretty yeah. cool. Shout out. Shout out. I'll, I'll never forget that, but Matt. The, <laughs> but the manager Katie. of Cabo Bob's, my parents, like, recognized him. They didn't even know him. He didn't know my dad or anything. But um, on this cruise, the manager of Cabo Bob's was there. And my dad just, like, in order to, like, break the ice, he thought it was, like, so cool. He just, like, walked up to him and, like, tried to order a burrito. <laughs> That is that's definitely a, a move. Such a dad move, man. Well, imagine if the manager had come up to you and tried to order a burrito. That happened to me once. It, well, not, not exactly. <laughs> what? Not exactly, not exactly. That happened no, to me? No, it's one of my favorite stories to tell, though. Uh, when I was in college, <laughs> I went through a crazy phase where I was just going out every night of the week. Cause it's college. That's what everybody does. Yeah. And one night, it was like Tuesday, I was downtown drinking with my buddy we were like going hop bar hopping mm-hmm. and this guy came up to us at a bar and he goes to me he goes dr pepper and water and i was like what huh sorry he goes dr pepper and water and i'm like still very confused and he goes i'm the manager of the chilies on 45th street and you always order dr pepper and water <laughs> I thought he was thinking that was your drink. Like No, I was clearly drinking. I think it was like an AMF or something. Like yeah. that's why I was so I was like, it's definitely not Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, he just remembered that I would always order a Dr. Pepper in a water. That's beautiful. Andrew, shout out to Andrew. Well, my favorite story is once in college, my friend Allison, who was a guest on this podcast. Yeah. Allison O'Connor, go listen to that episode. So good. Listen to the Cadet Kelly episode and follow Allison online. She's hilarious. Okay. Anyway, we were the uh, captains of our improv team, and we had to, like, set up a bank account, and we go, and the manager that we're speaking to, or, like, the account manager, tells us to our faces, (laughs) goes, you smell like meat. What? He told us that we smell. Also, what made you think of this? Just a funny college story? No, you said funny college story, and you're talking about, um... Totally. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss a step. Okay. No, no, no. You smell like me. Got it. You just said you smell like me. Okay. And we were like, that's pretty weird to say. I mean, you do. (laughs) Technically, we're... Humans are meat. (laughs) I hate to be that person. But... But I am. He wasn't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can we talk more about the cast? I guess. Okay, Murtaz, who was my favorite Murtaugh, can you guess? Maybe just, like, the the, the one who surprised me the most. Oh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Amel kid? Stephen Amel? No, not oh, Stephen. Robbie, Robbie Amel. Amel. Robbie okay, Amel. that Stephen's is very cousin. fun. Rob, Robbie Amel, who had his yeah. film debut in this movie. Oh, really? Who's also in The Duff. The Duff. The Duff. We, uh, our practice episode before we started this podcast, we talked about The Duff. We talked about The Duff, because, obviously. I mean... It goes without saying. Yeah. Mae Whitman. (laughs) That's the connection. Exactly. Um, No, it's the girl from Xenon. Which girl from Xenon? Um, The mean girl, Marcy or whatever. Is. She's one one of the the Murtaugh's? Uh huh. She's too old. She like jumps overboard. She's one of the Murtaugh's. 
She wait, Marcy from Xenon is she can't she's too old to be a Murtaugh. Am I wrong? Right? She has to be too old. We'll be right back. And we're back, and Paige was right. <laughs> <laughs> this just in uh, Hope did not do her research. The character Becky Murtaugh is played by Melanie Tonello. She does look like the girl from Xenon, I must say. Yes, but she was born in 1992, which I guess makes more sense. She's also Canadian. Huh. Oh. So is Eugene Levy. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who, by the way, his daughter, a.k.a. Twyla, mm-hmm. was his assistant in this movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That is really cute. Yeah. Sarah? Is that Sarah. That is sweet. Shout out to Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Hello. I want to ask you, this is a question I was meaning to pose. Please. Um, we've talked about a lot uh, to get to this point. I'm curious. Who would be your top five Whoa. dream guests to have on this pod? Okay, so... The reason I'm asking is because we love Alison Stone. Yeah, I was about to say Alison Stone. Yeah. Um, that's what inspired this question. Yeah, she's like the, the first thing I want to say. Definitely, like, between the two of us, I feel like she's one that we would both immediately come up with. But I'm curious what your, like, top five would be. No, so my first instinct was Alison Stoner, who famously liked one of my tweets. <gasps> she did? Yes, in college. Maybe even two. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I know. I should pick... I should put it in my bio. Like, pin, Allison liked... That. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just really admire her, like, especially as an adult now, too. Like, oh, yeah. she's, like... An, still an amazing dancer as well as like an advocate and like mm-hmm. a grown up. It's very cool. Love her journey. Wow. Other top guests. I mean, besides Hillary. And... Yeah. I feel like Hillary doesn't count. Okay. That doesn't count. She can't count. No, right? in the Duff no. family. Counts. No, no Duffs. Okay. Top five <laughs> guests. Okay. Wow. Um, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, good one. That is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. I agree with you on that. Oh, Lelaine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Another good one. I would love Lelaine. This is top five, though. Obviously, there's a million. Okay, am I, who am I missing? No, 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 no. There's not a right answer. Yeah. I'm just reminding you of the prompt. Oh, this is. I wish I'd had time to prepare. Well, we can circle back later. Um. I, oh, Terry Minsky. Yeah, yeah. That's the first one I thought of. Um. Yeah. Sorry for. Okay, Marcy from Xenon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, um, maybe, like, another, I mean, another child's, oh, like, Emily Osment would be really good. Oh, that would be good. I guess there's not really a connection, but. That doesn't matter. There doesn't have to be. I mean, if we're going to say anyone, I mean, let's just go, like, you know, Kirsten Dunst. She was a child yeah. star. What's yeah. up with her? <laughs> She's pretty busy. I'm, okay, Dakota Fanning I really want. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. some things would make me die. Like, actually, if I met Taylor Swift, I would die, so mm. it can't be her. Because yeah, I want right. to live. We could ask her about Jamie King, though. I mean, I, oh, Jamie, love Jamie King. Maybe Jamie, Jamie King as a, as a guest, aka Lemon from Heart of Dixie. Yeah, my quarantine I'm... depression show. Oh, that was what you watched, mm-hmm. and I um, that kind of helped get me out of it, honestly, because yeah. I was painting to it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. My roommate, and I got really into the ABC Family teen drama Make It or Break It. That was our quarantine show. Oh. It was like wake up, watch Make It or Break It, go to bed. Wake up, make up, break up. Wake up, wake, wake up, up on a Saturday night. Watch Make It or Break It till you go to sleep. Yep. <laughs> wow, guys, this was improvised, if you can freaking believe it. Okay. I mean... Kind of. It was also um, inspired by Wake Up by Hilary Duff, which came out in 2005. Okay, I'm really stressed out about my final guest. Don't stress. 
I will say, I asked you for a top five. I can only come up with four. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like I'm missing so many people. Um, can I put Allison Soner on there twice? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Um, what about not Dean from Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Imagine. about his role as oh, bully. What about just Steve Martin? Yeah, sure. <laughs> There's no right answer. I, I really feel like wanna, there is. I want to make that very clear. Okay, I'm done. That's my final answer. That's good. That's good. That was it. I just was curious. I thought I was going to get like a ribbon or something. No, I, there was no right. There's no oh, wrong. I hate this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do have an actual challenge for you if you're up for it. Oh, I'm up for it. And okay. I feel like I've got to make up for... Okay. Yeah. All right. Now's the time. Okay. Um, so at this point, Hope, mm-hmm. I need your full attention. At this point, we've watched two Chiba Red the Dozen movies. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. That is, that is correct, officer. Right. Can you name all 12 of the Baker children? <gasps> I would love to. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. So we're starting with, you know, there's the parents. Okay. Now we're going to okay. go. Yeah. Okay. We've got Nora, the firstborn. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't know you were looking oh, for Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yes. I was looking for a verbal Nora is but correct. Now I'm forgetting Bonnie Hunt's character's name. And it's She's really... not one of the children. I so know, it's but okay. it's tripping me up. Okay. Because I know it's Tom, um, and whatever her name is, I guess. It's Kate. Kate, thank you. Okay, now I'm back in. Okay, Nora, Charlie, Lorraine. Then we have... So far you're going in order. Very impressive. Yeah, so far I'm in order. Then I know we have, I I think I'm... Oh, Henry. Yep, sorry, I forgot I'm supposed to give you verbal. Henry. Yep. Henry. Um, Jake and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Mark. Mm-hmm. Then we have the twins, Jessica and Kim. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kyle and Nigel. Yeah. And then, of course, Gunner the dog. Yes, but you only named 11 children. Wait, okay, wait. I'm missing someone. <laughs> I'm missing someone. Oh, am I missing... Um, who am I missing? Oh, <laughs> I already said Sarah Baker. Okay. Not Sarah. Am I miss- okay, Charlie, Lorraine, Nora... Henry, FedEx, I said Mark. Yeah. Um, Honestly? Oh, Mike. Yes. The forgettable cool. one. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. the real FedEx, honestly. I was trying to look up if he w- revived his role or not. Yeah, he I did. Okay. I th- Honest, but also, like, so rude of the parents to name kids Mark and Mike back-to-back. Like, that's on them. What about Kyle and Nigel? That's just hard to say as twins names. I think Mark and Mike is meaner. That's basically the same name twice. Yeah, but I think they thought of it as Mark and Michael. But then they should have called him Michael. Markle and Michael, yeah. <laughs> that is what they thought of. <laughs> well, I am to be super, fair, his real name is FedEx. <laughs> I'm super impressed. That was really good. That was almost entirely in order. There was just a couple that you switched around, but like that wasn't the prompt, so. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess, um, who's your favorite Murtaugh? Because I said mine and I was wrong. Oh, gosh. Um, you were <laughs> you're wrong. You picked the wrong Murtaugh, I picked girl. the wrong Murtaugh. I mean, I guess Elliot. Why not? Oh, yeah. Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, of course. He's... My favorite part was when he shows up at the house and he's, like, looking for Sarah and Steve Martin goes, do you mean Jake? Yeah, I know. I <laughs> love like, that, too. Of course, obviously, he does not mean Jake. I feel so bad about the way Steve Martin treats Sarah in this movie. Yeah. He's, like, he literally goes to every single kid and then her. And, and then she's, like, I'm free to hang out. I know. And he's, like, I'll take it, as if it's, like, a disappointment. And then he was, like, cheering to have a boy grandson, I mean, a boy 
grandchild so yeah. much where I was like, this doesn't even feel like Steve Martin. Yeah. But before I go too far off that topic, I have to finish what oh. I was trying to say, um, which is who is the Murtaugh that Mark marches up to, like who's in the go-kart? I don't know his name. He's the same age as, you mean Mike? He's a Murtaugh though. Mike is the one that marches up to him? Mark, it's Mark who matches up to him. Oh. So he's, this is the scene that bothers me the most, is that Mark comes into the country club holding a backpack full of fireworks, okay? yeah. As one does. And To the clam bake. And they're not just, like, secretly in the backpack, they're, like, stuffed outside of it, that the mom, like, literally, like, let him into the car and, like, didn't see it, and I was like, I can see it. How can you not see it, lady? Anyway, Mark comes in... He, there's a buffet. He puts the backpack down next to an open flame, marches up to a Murtaugh and goes, you're not going to get me in trouble, are you? And it's like, what are you talking about, Mark? You're the one with the explosives. Well, they have a history. I know, but he let, he put his backpack down and then he like ran off without it. I was just like, come on, nature boy. You're right. You're a hundred percent right. I will say that it was very much Sarah and Jake's influence the reason that Mark brought the fireworks in the first place. I think right. he's just kind of easily in- influenced, easily swayed. Right, but it's... And so this kid, they obviously mm-hmm. have a history, and he's gotten him into trouble in the past. But Mark is the one who approaches him with the bag of explosives and then tells him, hey, quit what you're doing. It's like I, pot I calling the kettle black, and the kid is just, like, picking at leaves. But the bakers get away with it. The Murtaugh's, mm-mm. They get caught. They get in trouble. I don't think the bakers have ever gotten away with it. Sure they have. I mean, they set off the explosives. By accident. And yeah. did they know it was the bakers? No. Only the bakers knew. Only the baker family knew. Then they were kicked out. No, they... The, no. Were they? Yeah. By who? The the people who own the club. By the Murtaugh's? No, no. Like, the people who own the club. Like, the, like, club manager or whatever. It's like, okay, goodbye. Oh, manager. I don't remember. <laughs> but you've seen it so many times. <laughs> I know I have, and it really didn't stick with me. <laughs> I get it. There are scenes in movies that it's like, I've seen Finding Nemo so many times, but I was watching it with my little sister. <laughs> this is maybe different, but I was watching it with my little sister, so she was always, my stepmom was like fast-forwarding through the like beginning with the barracuda part. Oh, that's So sad. I've only seen that like once or twice. Yeah. Anyway, I was freaking shocked. And There's... in Phantom of the Opera... There's, I did not know about that scene. There's one scene from Spy Kids that I've, like, never seen. Even though I've seen Spy Kids a million Still? times. Still? Well, I think I have what seen it. scene? Obviously, I, I have thumb, seen it. When the thummies kiss? No. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, there's... I think that, like, when I was a child and saw Spy Kids at the theaters, I, like, went to the bathroom at that point. And so I have seen it, but I still feel like I've seen it fewer times than yeah. I've seen the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's like the part you're still the most murky on. Yeah, I'm what always like, wait, it? what is this? It's when they are at the park. They go to the park. Oh, that is a confusing scene With the scene clones. Anyway. If you blink out for a second, it's like, well, now they're just fighting. It's also, I know this isn't a Spy Kids podcast. Might as well be. But a really fun fact about Spy Kids is that that scene, it's not Daryl Sabera playing Junie, or the clone of Junie. It's his twin brother. So... Whoa. Take that with you. I thought you were going to say it's the clone playing Daryl. No, no, no. It's not Daryl playing the clone. It's the clone playing Daryl. He has a... Wait, so, wait, wait, so wait. The the twin is playing Junie or the twin is playing the clone? He has... So Daryl Zabara in real life has an identical twin brother. Mm -hmm. So in this one scene where it's Carmen and Junie 
like as clones, mm-hmm. they were like, well, let's just use Daryl's twin brother. Yeah. So it's his twin brother in that scene. Who's the clone. Right. Right. But, but, like, Junie and Carmen aren't in that scene. Oh, they're not. No, like, Alexa Vega is still playing herself. Oh, okay. I thought it was when they were, like, choking each other. Mm-mm. Because you know how they, like, fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Thank you for joining us on our Daryl Severo <laughs> podcast. Megan Trainer, we love you, girl. We love you, girl. <laughs> Take care of our guy. <laughs> Something I oh. love about this movie is um, just the chiseler, the rat that steals oh, the keys. I, know. I love it. I love that part. It's just so, so sweet. I do love the chiseler. And then at the end, the wall gets busted open, and it's like all these memories of the years that they've been going to the lake house, and the chiseler's been stealing yeah. from them. Really sweet. Very sentimental. Yeah, sweet. And even before we move on from Spy Kids, I know we want to, <laughs> but I think the scene where Sarah and... Uh, Sarah Baker, Allison Stone, and Steve Martin have like a like little spy. That like... sounds like there's three people in that scene. <laughs> but they have like Steve a father daughter like spy moment where he's like, "Are you still in touch with your dark gifts?" And they like they won't look at each other and they're like smile and wave. Like I love that scene. It's my favorite scene. It's also very impressive. Like there's a lot of camera movements and a lot of choreography in that. Yes, and it's just hilarious. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey guys, hi!" Uh, like Al, no one could play that better than Alison Stoner. No, absolutely not. She really has, like, a hold of comedy at a young age in a yeah. very impressive way. Allison, please listen. Allison, please come on to the pod. If you hear us talking about you, will you feel it? I think so. She's yeah. super, like... In tune with music. Yeah. And th- we're probably music to her ears. We, uh, we probably are. <laughs> we probably must be. One thing I forgot to mention... Yeah. I didn't even forget to mention it. It's not too late. It's not too late. Look, we're on the pod right now. Hey. It's happening. We're here. Hey. We're inside this podcast. We live in this podcast now. Whoa. Echo, 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 echo. If you're listening, let us out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Seriously, guys, let us out. But before you do, Mm -hmm. I do have to mention. Yes. um, Also in 2005. Yes. For this movie, Mm -hmm. Hilary Duff was nominated for her second Razzie. I know. It's really upsetting. For worst actress. I know. It's really upsetting. You should have brought it up sooner then. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want anyone to know. Oh, it's important. It is important, but I'm also like, that's such a mean award. It's important that the Golden Raspberries know how wrong they are. And there's also like barely any Hilary Duff scenes in that movie. They're just picking on her. Absolutely. They're just picking on her. No spoilers, no spoilers. She gets nominated again in 2006. I know. Three years in a row. It's really not cool or No fair. spoilers. And because she was also nominated for The Perfect Man. Yeah, exactly. Three, yeah, it th- thrice in a row. And I think that's a mean-spirited award, and we stand by you, Hillary. It is, but it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) If you think that being mean is fun, follow Paige. (laughs) Uh, Sandra Bullock won an Oscar and a Razzie in the same year for two different roles, and she went to both awards. She went to the Golden Raspberries and, like, accepted her award in person. Hell yeah, that's funny. funny. That is funny. That's classy. I love that. That's classy. That's who I aspire to be. Aww. (laughs) Sandra Bullock. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do quotes? Yeah, let's let's go through some of our favorite quotes. Okay. Um, Do you want to go in alphabetical order or Um, logical? As in, like... Hope and then Paige. Oh no, like of the quotes. <laughs> oh, you just want to read quotes to me? Okay. No, no, I'm I'm teasing. But oh, <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> okay, I just like when Charlie Baker at the beginning, like Tom's like trying to get everyone to hang out. He's like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" He's like, "Sorry, Dad, I've got student loans to pay off." 
can't can't talk right now. Gotta pay off student loans. I kind of love it. I didn't think of it until just now, but I kind of love it because in the first movie, he didn't want to go to college. Oh. So now it's like, sorry, Dad, you made me go to college, so now I've got these student loans to pay off. He's like kind of throwing it back in his face. That's funny. I kind of like that. Okay. Okay, now hit me with a quote. See if you can top that. I mean, my favorite in the whole movie, like if we're going in hot here. Yeah. uh, Steve Martin... (laughs) looks at Bonnie Hunt and says, you're burning a hole in my face. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> right after a scene that ends with him saying, bulk up mm-hmm. to Jacob Smith's character. He's like getting really pissed at everybody, getting really competitive with the Murtaugh's. They're yeah. all eating dinner. And Piper Parabo has a whole thing about, I love a family dinner where all you can hear is the sound of forks hitting the plate. Mm-hmm. And he's just not having any of it. And he looks at his kid and he goes, bulk up. <laughs> And then it cuts to him later in the room with Bonnie Hunt, yeah. who's looking really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, you're burning a hole in my face. <laughs> Hilarious. Come on. I like, I think that's why I don't connect with this movie as much. It's because I don't enjoy his character as much. Because he's I so much, it. he's so much nicer in the first one. It's true. Definitely. And he kind of looks like my dad and my dad isn't a sports dad. So I'm kind of like, this is unrealistic. Like, I don't get it. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, my f- next quote, faves. Mm-hmm. This is from Jessica to Cam. Mm. The twins. The twins. Twin, twin girls. The twins. When they're at the country club uh-huh. and they're trying to get food. Oh, yes. At okay. the clam bake. I remember this. She says, so there's no clams at the clam bake? Why not just call it a buffet? Sometimes I feel like a stranger on this planet. Oh, so true, girl. And her twin sister says, I know what you mean. Yeah. Truer words have never been spoken. I just love, imagine that being like your one line in the movie. It's so good. I really was stuck on, after they said that, I know their characters are supposed to be like super smart and they're really like, they're bookworms. Like, why? Why what? Why are they the smart ones? And like both of them, they're fraternal twins. So they're just sisters. It's just really like lucky that the two twins were the two like academically gifted children. I think it's just that they're two cute girls and so it's cute that they're really smart. No, definitely. But just like in real life. I was like, out of 12 kids, I don't know. Well, who's to say that the other ones aren't smart? No, they are really smart, but they're like, they have the same personality. They're really like bookish and really, Yeah, it's just funny. Well, because it's more fun to watch those twin boys, like, wrestle in mud, you know? No, I'm not saying the writers did anything wrong. I just think it's interesting. (laughs) Paige, this is a real family. (laughs) You, like, think about it if you were writing a movie. (laughs) Well, what would you do? There's only one solution. Two fraternal girls, and they're both smart. (laughs) Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) Aw. Get them back together. Yeah. Um... This isn't so much a favorite quote as one that just had me confused. Oh, is it the same one? You go your, you say yours. Can we say it the same? Wait, does it no, start? No, because it's probably different. Okay. You say yours. No, no. You say yours. Okay, it was your turn. I'll say mine and then you go. Uh, when Charlie finds okay. uh, Jamie King's like sort of secret swim spot because he's been running and he sees her swimming. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have this like moment where their dads aren't around and they can really be themselves. Yes. He gives her a hard time. Saying that uh, she's like putting on an act for daddy, and that uh, he it, like he, that she does this perfect daughter bit uh-huh. when she's when he's around, like when Eugene Levy's around. What exactly is he referring to? 
like, what is this bit? What is this, like, persona that she's putting on in front of Eugene Levy? Just, like, being nice to him? No, I think it's just the fact that she's going to Harvard and studying the MBA and, like, wearing suits but and then point, has the tattoo. Yeah, it's just the tattoo thing. So for some reason, yeah, Charlie Baker... Yeah, he's just ba- like, you're pretty, so Daddy doesn't know that you're a slut. Like, right! Like, Charlie Baker knows nothing about this girl. He's just, like... Well, they grew up together. Sure, but... But he doesn't I, actually know what she's up to. I think he's doing that thing that guys do where they, like, insult you to, like, yeah, flirt with you. Yeah, he's insulting her. But I didn't... I was like, it's just... It's so lucky that she actually is sort of putting on this bit, doing this bit for daddy or whatever. But yeah, he had Because she wants her. to be a, an artist. But Charlie Baker doesn't know that. Yeah, it would have been better if he'd, like, seen her, like... Smoking a cigarette or something. Yeah. Or like all he knows about or her like, is that, or like getting out of a car and like maybe it was to an art class, but like he doesn't know. He knows nothing. All he Let's knows. Let's hope is that, that there was a scene that was cut. All he knows is that she has a tattoo, and he doesn't even know that Eugene Levy doesn't know about it. Like he knows zero. Z- and he's zilch. like, "You're putting on an. I'm not the only one putting on an act for Daddy. It's like, bro, that's <laughs> You're real. Not like other girls. He's also." <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, I just lost my train of thought, but it was right there. It was right there. Yeah. Oh, this is what it is. I would love to see a Cheaper by the Dozen 3 that's like their wedding. There there have been there have been talks about a Cheaper by the Dozen 3. That's what I want. Uh, Kevin Schmidt has a script for it, apparently. Henry Baker? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think we talked about this in the first episode of this. I think we did too, but you brought it up. I brought it up, but... I hope it's about their wedding. Or I don't know. Maybe there's some... Uh, I don't think they're right for each other. I I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cute. She wants to live in Madison. He's going to open up a... I mean, come on. They're gorgeous. Lemon? Lemon. What was the um, quote that confused you? Um, well, it's really like uh, Sarah, a.k.a. Allison Soner, says something to Hillary Duff, and <laughs> Hillary Duff says, whatever, butch. Oh, I know. So it's not really that it confuses me. It's just kind of like another slur. Yeah, kinda. it's like kind like of... It's not a slur, not a slur but it's, but it's a microaggression, or it's like homophobic. It's for sure not cool. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Because uh, Alison Stoner's giving her a hard time for how heavy her bags are. Yeah. Because she's like such a girl that she needs so much luggage. Yeah. And she goes, whatever, butch. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... It definitely made me go, ooh. Ooh, I know. It doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't... Not good. And But also, like, I, I don't have a sister where we fight like that because my sister's so much younger than me and yeah. there was, like, a lot of space. So it's, like, we're pretty much just, like, always nice to each other. Except for, like, you know, a few, you know, a couple moments course, here and there, yeah. of course. But I'm, you know, babysitting sisters now and I, like, see it. Like, they, like... They really want each other's approval so then they get... They, like, dig at each other and then they get really hurt. Do you feel like... Because I don't have sisters at all, so I don't know. But I did, like, growing up with brothers, I remember when we were younger trying to say the meanest thing possible to each other. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I guess on that level, I can sort of understand it. Yeah. Well, it's also like you want your older sibling to think you're cool, but then also older siblings, like, they get their feelings hurt, too. So when a younger one says something mean, then the older one will say something meaner because they're older. At least from what I've observed as a child psychologist <laughs> should we t- tag ourselves tag ourselves that was, that's what i was gonna say oh my god yes but i okay. i know who i am who are you oh my gosh i honestly forgot to think about it i was just so I, this movie it just pulls me in okay i gotta say i saw it i saw me and i was like that's me oh my gosh tell me well no i 
Are you sure you don't want to go? Yeah, please. Okay. I'm Tom's I am what I am t-shirt that he wears during the tennis match. I'm so angry you brought that up. Because <laughs> a couple weeks ago, there was that was like a crossword puzzle clue. Not about the t-shirt, but I guess it's a Popeye quote, and I didn't know that. So it took me a really long time to finish the crossword. Oh. That's all I could think of when I saw the shirt. <laughs> Well, I guess that's not you. Because it's we're not a competition. Not no, we're no, no. Tagging ourselves for the same thing. I love that though, because that is a really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm maybe the Murtaugh boy that just came home from college. Oh, Robbie Amell. No, the other one. There's the a, one who's driving the one. motorboat mm-hmm. with headphones in, which is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's just kind of me. That's you. I don't know why. That's just sort of the most random thing I could think of. Because you're four years uh, less mature than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit behind, and he sort of seemed like it. He wasn't even paying attention when Steve Martin was kneeboarding. Yeah, really not cool. No. Not cool. So and you're he's a reckless He's like driver. chaperoning a date. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess we should mention there is no Hillary Love interest. Oh, yeah. She... Yeah. No. No. They Other... really missed an opportunity there, though. I feel like if anyone was going to have a love interest... Yeah. Actually, that's so bizarre. Are you kidding me? They knew she was too busy filming that they were like, let's make it to Allison. She really had very few scenes in this movie. Barely any. They are lucky they got her at all. Not enough. She was so busy. Yeah. That's our girl. Um... Yeah, I wish there was even... There's not even someone to speculate about. A couple times now, we've just used her brother. I know, but it <laughs> just feels like it's not her brother. I mean, maybe it's Eugene Levy. I, mean, I think... <laughs> I, no, you know what? I think her love interest is New York. Oh, my God. You're so right, actually. Right? <gasps> New York, a character onto itself. Yeah, New York is, a, is like a character. Mm. Have, you heard, have you heard of a show called Sex in the City? It's like New York is a character. Okay, wait. Stick with me for a moment mm-hmm. here. Hillary Duff is mm-hmm. about to move to New York. Yes. Okay. Yes. She grows up. <gasps> she has three girl best friends. They drink Cosmos together. She's Kim Cattrall, who goes on to play the older version of herself in uh, How I Met Your Father. Wow. Okay. okay. There's something there. There's some sort That's of That's really theory. a good conspiracy. I had another good one. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to say it oh, with younger? me. Oh, younger? Younger. Dude, that one's way more obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine Baker moves... Yeah. To the city and becomes younger. She gets younger. Guys, have you She s- ages like backwards. Tuck everlasting, but with Hillary Duff instead of Alexis. Dude. Wow. wow. We're on to something here. Whoa. Okay. I love us. Okay. I, <laughs> I love us too. What other honestly, what other podcast is doing it like us? None. Mm, no, I don't think so. Not one. Hey NPR, step it up. <laughs> step it up. You're um, embarrassing yourself. Well, now we have a scene. Yes. Do you want to introduce it? I really do. So this is a scene from my friend, a wonderful woman, hilarious comedian and author and mother. Her name is Jen Fulweiler. And I have to just say this is the most insane story. But Jen is an author. And my grandpa bought me her book and got me a signed, like, autographed copy of it. Mm. And I had no idea. And then she and I, like, became friends. And then I, we, like she posted a picture of her book and I was like, Oh, I have that book. And I went and I got the book and then I found that she'd like inscribed it to me. Like she like, she like what? signed it to hope. Yes. Did you tell her this? You must. Have. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I told oh her. my god! And then she actually had me on her radio show, which was like so cool. 
it was in New York. Like there was a real studio. It was awesome. My name was on like a little teller. It was awesome. She's awesome. She's also going on a stand up tour. So follow her on TikTok. Oh my god. At Jen Fulweiler. She just has such an interesting take on like womanhood and motherhood. And also she's just funny. Wow. Funny lady. Wow, we're so lucky to have her. Yes, we are. And I thought of her immediately because Jen is a mom of like a bajillion kids. So. One bajillion. I mean, it's probably like six, but to me it might as well be a dozen. So um, without further ado, please welcome. What if I was like Jen Folbois? <laughs> oh uh, please welcome Jen Folweiler. Yay! <laughs> Whoa, whoa, is that... Ooh, my son had... He had fireworks in his backpack? Wait, why did he bring a backpack to this event? Oh, this... Oh, ooh, no, don't throw it. No, that boat... That boat's going to explode. Don't... Oh, no, uh... Yeah, uh... That was a really nice boat. Uh... Uh, yeah, everybody get out of the way. Get out of the projectile. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, guys, I'm... Uh, I am... I am so... <laughs> hey, listen. I am really sorry about that. I didn't... I told him to put some pencils and maybe some educational toys in his backpack to amuse himself at this event, which, by the way, is not very child-friendly. I mean, is this is this our fault or is this your fault? for doing an event that is really hostile to parents with children. I, I, I think it's kind of six one, half dozen the other as to whose fault this event was. Um, now, is everyone okay? No, Bob, no. The, well, did you need that arm? I mean, it's your left arm. You're not even left-handed, Bob. Why are you screaming? Okay, whatever. Someone get Bob an ambulance. But uh, okay, well, while everyone is assembled, while everyone is assembled here to... Behold the tens of thousands of dollars that my child just caused through these fireworks being in his backpack. I just want everyone to sit here and, and take a minute to take stock of your lives. Jimmy, for example. Jimmy, you've been sitting here bragging about your perfect family for this whole event, talking about your kids are going to Harvard. They're studying particle physics. You know what, Jimmy? Is this really what a good life looks like? All of you people here at the Yacht Club, the Lake Club, whatever you call it. Do you, are your lives really turning out that well? Because you look at us, these people who admittedly, okay, we're disasters. And we clearly have no concept of the idea of family planning. You know, I just released a masterclass on family planning. It's called Don't. I, I get it. You guys see us as being complete disasters. But here's the thing about my family, me, and all the messy people, whether or not they have kids. Anyone, whether they have kids or not, who is judged for being kind of a disaster. Are our lives really worse than you guys' lives? Because, Jimmy, clearly you have pushed your kids into levels of success that they may or may not have wanted to go into I mean really did all of your kids want Ivy League degrees or did you set them up for expectations and for life paths that really weren't their own listen I'm just saying that if I find out that all of your kids 
are taking, just swallowing entire bottles of Adderall every day and at some point they're going to transition to Coke. It's not going to be surprising because it sounds to me like they are living a dream that is optimized on impressing other people and not on following their own path. And so, yeah, you guys look at us. Okay, so we just destroyed your light club. Okay, uh, that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. And I'm, I'm sorry to the gentleman whose boat my son blew up. Yeah, that, it would have been better if we could have just shown up and been classy and had some of the weenies in a blanket and not burned the place down. That would have been better. But you know what? It is when you are imperfect, it is when you are messy that you actually rely on other people. We don't walk around like Jimmy with this impression that we're so perfect and we have it all figured out. So therefore, we don't need anyone to help us. It is when you're imperfect. It is when you have undiagnosed adult ADHD. It is when your family is like kind of a disaster and constantly burning things down that you realize your own imperfections, that you realize that maybe you need other people. And you know what? That mess and that chaos is the glue that holds families together, that holds communities together. And at the end of the day, holds us all together. So yes, our messy family and every other messy person out there who can't seem to get their act together, who occasionally blows up boats at light clubs, and who is constantly getting themselves in over their heads, in the end, you know what? I think our lives are what a great life actually looks like. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so great thank yeah. you so much oh my word Woo. well <laughs> well 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 these Another episodes episode. are getting cheaper and cheaper by the dozen <laughs> by the dozen which this is our dozenth episode it is so congratulations to you Paige and to you Hope oh thanks and to you listening follow us on TikTok at History Duffs follow us on Instagram at History Duffs if you want to send us an email follow us on email, we have historyduffspod at gmail.com. Yeah. Is anyone checking that? Send it. And we will check it right now. We'll check it. Um, <laughs> and check yourself. Into rehab. <laughs> anyway. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this was History Duffs. Oh, wait. Record again. It should have been cheaper by the twosin. <laughs> like doozin. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs>